Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. coast to coast here on the motor racing network presented by wheel and engineering and also brought to you by hercules tire i'm hannah newhouse joined always by my co-host of kyle ricky and kyle over the weekend the arca menard series visited one of their shorter tracks on the circuit as they headed to toledo speedway for the hers potato chip 200 still one of the more interesting names that we get in the arca menard series for names but to no one's surprise it was the weekend of ty gibbs qualified on the pole Won the feature, making it his third Arkham Menard Series win of the season. 11th career win since 2019. Uh, I think at this point, we all just assume, unfortunately, that Ty Gibbs is going to be the winner at these Arkham Menard Series events because he is very hard to beat. And Corey Heim, close there on that second place finish. He was, uh, but not close enough. Uh, you know, and we said at the beginning of the year, I think in Daytona, you know, with the the quality of team that that Ty is with, obviously tied in with Joe Gibbs Racing, uh, he could sweep the year. And, and I, you know, he added his issues in Daytona in the final couple of laps, getting passed for the lead, uh, and then nobody working with him to get back to the front, and then crashed out at Talladega. But on these races that are on super speedways, he has won. You know, we won at Phoenix, we won at Kansas, and now he won at the Arca. Uh, Arca's home track, Toledo Speedway, led 153 of the 200 laps. So dominated the day. Corey Himes second, Nick Sanchez third, Jesse Love and Thad Moffitt rounding up the top five. But um, going to be uh, going to be hard to beat Ty uh, re- the remainder part of this season, uh, no matter where they go, including Charlotte this week. Yeah, Corey Himes still does lead those points, though, over Ty Gibbs by 17 points. Uh, Brett Moffitt there in third, 42 behind over Nick Sanchez. And D.L. Wilson. And also some more news out of the Arkham Menard Series Garage. Taylor Gray was involved in that car accident just a few short months ago. Uh, released a video of him walking. Does have a boot on, but posted that um, he's excited to be back on his feet and continue the road to recovery. So definitely sending some good thoughts towards Taylor Gray on his road to recovery and getting back behind the wheel of a race car. And we also want to send some thoughts and prayers to the families of Boris Yurkovich and David Fretz. They had a scary Crash over the weekend at the Berlin Speedway in one of the late model division events. So uh, sending lots of good prayers their their way. I know the short track family was concerned over the weekend as we continue to see updates and uh, progress reports on both of those drivers. Uh, Some news north of the border, though. We try to keep you guys up to date on what's going on in our NASCAR National Series or International Series. And it's been quite the adventure over the past 365 days. And as of recently, the NASCAR Pinty Series has announced that, once again, their schedule it continues to be in flux with a lot of uh, places north of the border still in lockdown. And that has now affected the NASCAR uh, Camping World Truck Series date, which has been canceled and moved to Darlington the weekend of September 4th and 5th. And that will also, again, uh, we usually enjoy going up there, Kyle, north of the border, one of my favorite trips every single year because we get to hang out with our friends in the NASCAR Pinty Series uh, and, and the Canadian race fans are some of my favorite, to say the least. 
Oh, absolutely. The race fans and the race teams and drivers in that garage. I mean, they are always a blast to have on the show. So much character and personality. And man, they've they've had it tough um, over the last year or so. Um, they ran six races last year, three doubleheader weekends. I think they were single days, two races in a single day uh, with no fans allowed. And, and unfortunately, uh, restrictions continue to be in place in Canada and, and I believe all the provinces. And um, they're, they're delaying the season now until at least August. It was supposed to open up this past weekend at the Sunset Speedway in Innisfil, Ontario, Canada. Uh, but that's going to be pushed back at least a couple of months. And unfortunately, uh, our doubleheader weekend with the NASCAR Camping World Trucks moved as well. That race is uh, going to be run at the Darlington Raceway on the early afternoon before the Southern 500. So look out. It's going to be a big doubleheader day of racing there, Labor Day weekend. Uh, here on the Motor Racing Network. Yeah, well, we have seen that the trucks do put on a good show at Darlington, so glad that that was one of the areas where those truck series drivers landed. Uh, one of the series, though, that hasn't had any trouble kicking their season into high gear now is the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour as they now head to Jennerstown Speedway this up-and-coming weekend for the Jennerstown Salutes 150 presented by DGV. Pretty cool uh, pretty cool race event this up-and-coming weekend, Kyle, as they've partnered up with Operation Vet. Now they're going to be honoring lost, uh, those that have lost their lives serving the country as well as those that are still suffering the effects of serving the country. And they have also have appearances by Gold Star family members. They're going to be racing with the decals of those lost veterans uh, on the windshield. Every driver has been Paired up with a family who has lost a loved one. Uh, and and we're going to talk to the promoter or the general manager of Jennerstown Speedway coming up in just a little bit. That is Bill Rebar about what to expect this up and coming weekend as well as the season for Jennerstown. But this is something that I love about NASCAR and the family that we have here and how we choose to uh, choose to respect and honor those that have served our country, Kyle. Yeah, and the modified teams are going to do a great job in, in honoring those folks. And you mentioned... Uh, a different promoter this weekend, uh, Josh Vineda, is going to be working with the racetrack in Bill Rebar in promoting the event. Uh, Josh forming a promotion company about a year or so ago, promoted a couple of events last year in and around all the COVID-19 stuff. And now he's promoting his first NASCAR wheel and modified to a race. And, and he made every event special when he promoted races up here in, in the Northeast, uh, most recently Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park in Connecticut. And I expect uh, we're going to get that same type of quality. And no doubt we'll get that same type of quality uh, this weekend for the NASCAR Wheel and Modifieds at Jennerstown Speedway. So can't wait to watch it live on NBC Track Pass this weekend. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, though, we're going to dial up General Manager Bill Rebar to talk about what to expect this up-and-coming weekend with the Jennerstown 150. Wheelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights. Wheelan also produces white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on-site to meet the toughest industry certifications. Wheelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, trusted to perform since 19. 19- Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires. 
Ride on our strength. It's a busy weekend, this up-and-coming weekend for Jennerstown Speedway, and we're joined now by the general manager of Jennerstown Speedway, that is Bill Rebar, who joins us here now on NASCAR Coast to Coast. First off, Bill, thanks so much for taking some time out of your busy week here, prepping for race weekend to join us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. We're excited for for this up-and-coming weekend. Again, the tour visited Jennerstown last year for the first time in almost 15 years. They're back this year on the schedule and this up-and-coming weekend uh, for the first time this season. How excited are you to have the tour back in your racetrack and what can fans expect? We're absolutely elated to have them back. They produced two stellar events in 2020. The first of which I think a lot of people forget was actually the first race of the season for the tour mods last year. It was without fans. Uh, we had to run it on a Sunday with the COVID protocol or whatever. They did not disappoint. It was fantastic. It was the first time there in 15 years, as you mentioned. And then we had them a second time in August. And it, what a side-by-side race came down to the end between uh, Dave Sapienza and Craig Lutz. And it has just built the momentum moving into 2021. So we were excited to have them. And then working with Josh at JDV Productions, who actually be conducting, uh, promoting the event for this weekend. The, what they have in store for Memorial Day weekend is just above and beyond you'll ever see to any short track in the country. So we're just excited for not only the racing, but the festivities and events that's going to take you place. You mentioned Josh, Josh Veneta, of course, uh, a longtime uh, staple up here in the Northeast, has overseen a lot of different series and racetracks, uh, most recently the Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park here in Connecticut. How did that relationship come together uh, with him and, and you guys at Jennerstown? Well, actually, the the Modified Tour director, Jimmy Wilson, reached out to us about scheduling for 2021, and we were definitely obviously interested in hosting another race, and we just felt we needed a little bit of help. Uh, The Speedway, we've actually are only in our seventh year of the current ownership group. Uh, We have three wonderful owners, and I've been kind of calling the shots for them, and I have a full-time teaching job that is concluding here at the end of this week, so it's a lot to overtake a full racing schedule, let alone events of this scale and this caliper. And we felt we needed to partner up or team up with someone that can bring a lot to the table. And Josh was definitely the person to do so. He's leasing two other speedways this year as well. And the partnership has just been wonderful. Uh, The communication's been great. He brings a lot to the table with his team and I think our team. And we've actually partnered up with a local veteran organization called Operation Vet Now that I've worked with in the past. And between the three of us, we are really, really proud with what we're ready to put together. And you know, I've always said you meet some of the greatest people in racing, and I haven't even met Josh to face-to-face. I'll meet him here this Thursday, but uh, the relationship and the communication we've had, I think this is going to be a partnership well into the future. And we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the show uh, with the drivers honoring veterans on their cars over the weekend. But I want to ask you here, Bill, you talked about it. You also have a teaching job. So you've had to overcome all sorts of adversity over the last year because teaching and racing both heavily impacted by uh, COVID-19. But this season, to be able to get back in the swing of things a little bit, how much of that is a sigh of relief? And how excited were the fans to be able to, as well as the drivers, really get back to some sort of normalcy at the racetrack? Well, you know, sometimes you have to live through and persevere through the hardest of times before you can enjoy the best of times. And we've had record fan counts over the last three weeks that we've raced. We've had 21 weekly late models at our racetrack, which is just phenomenal. It has just grown and it has humbled a lot of people. You know, everyone says, I don't know how you do all this. The easiest thing, part of my job is race day because I have so many people to help. So we have a great team. It is a breath of fresh air to be back outside, breathing that fresh air. 
and being back at the racetrack and the fans, the racers, uh, the different series we're dealing with. I mean, this will be the first NASCAR Willow Modified Tour in over a year without COVID restrictions. It'll be a full pit. Uh, Mask won't be required unless you're in the hauler. So it is going to be a interesting moment for everybody to get back to what we were so used to knowing and loving. You kind of touched on my next question a moment ago. You guys have opened the season in already three weeks ago. Uh, 21 weekly late models. Other than that, how's the racing been? And who are some of the early favorites to watch here as uh, we get to the month of, of, of May? Well, it's been fantastic. Uh, our Martellus Pharmacy late model division just seven years ago was averaging nine cars. And we went with a certified crate package. And here we are. We've almost doubled, you know, tripled that, so to speak, with cars that are registered. And putting everybody on the even playing field and putting on a great American racer, McCreary racing tire, has really leveled the playing field. We've had three different winners in three weeks, and there's six other guys that we can expect to probably win here this season. So starting spot and things like that. But, you know, you have the favor, the all-time winner at Jennerstown Speedway, Barry Audi. He's a stable to the community. He just picked up a win two weeks ago. You know, he's one to watch. Young Albert Francis, who Francis, who was our 2020 late model champion, he hasn't picked up a win yet. I know he is eager as anyone to get back into victory lane at the Speedway. So the late models put great, great racing, but so are my other divisions. Uh, we have a Stoystown Auto Record Modified, which is an E-Mod division, great class, great, great racing. And then we started a new division this year. And, you know, right now may not be, in some people's eyes, the best time to start a new racing division at a racetrack, but we came up with a 602 Pro late model class. And basically, we decided that we needed to create a stepping stone between our support divisions, our street stocks and our modifieds to let these guys transition to late models, as well as an avenue for our late model teams to sell off their equipment as it becomes antiquated or older and they want to upgrade. So we created this 602 late model class and we've already had nine cars compete, which for, you know, just from conception, nine cars, we're absolutely thrilled. And we just had a finisher, a uh, young man, 14 years old, Will Heminger, who's actually the grandson of one of the owners. He's a third-generation driver. He's the first one in that division to double up. He's won two of the three races, made a last-lap pass within the last 100 yards of the finish line Saturday night. Our crowds have been absolutely amazing and interactive this year. So the racing we're producing, I would put it up against anyone in the country right now. And we're working on the process of eventually getting a live stream up because we're getting, uh, we had a really bad accident here this past Saturday with a late model driver, Aaron Van Fleet, barrel rolled about six, seven times down the backstretch. If you visit us on our Jennerstown Facebook page, Jennerstown Facebook page, it's been viewed over 100,000 times. So we have the attentions on Jennerstown, maybe not for all the right reasons, but we're producing a great racing product. And that attention continues to grow again with the return of the modified last year. Also with Cars Tour, I actually get the opportunity to come up there and hang out with you guys. With the Cars Tour and their big Super Late Model race, I believe over 4th of July weekend, so I'm looking forward to my first visit at Jennerstown. But what in the last two, three years would you say has been that Key has been that of getting these moment, big touring of getting series back to big your race tracks, getting these large scale events, and getting these large scale events, and ultimately bringing that attention to Jennerstown. I think the main word that comes to mind. Is I think the main word that comes to mind is uh, we've been very consistent. Uh, we've been very consistent. Many years ago, everyone said many years ago, nine late models. We're going to get nine late models. change this to do this rules and change this rules and stay consistent with the past. Stay consistent with the path that we chose and the build with the program. The build with the car counts grow. The car counts grow. Fans grow. 
park on the field. We've got guys that haven't raced in 15 years back into the cockpit to race this season. It works hand in hand. It works hand in hand. You build these great relationships with Josh, Jack, and the Pars Tour. It was just announced here earlier this week. Josh Berry is going to be racing the Pars Tour race. going to be racing the Cars Tour race. We're not just tracking series. We're tracking big names. Jennerstown has one of the richest history. Jennerstown has one of the richest history. The first race was September 29. So we're approaching the anniversary here in a couple short years. This place is just really evolving. A month into your season, the modified tour, of course, as you mentioned, you mentioned, and we've been talking about this weekend. Hannah mentioned the What else is coming up this 2021 You guys saw the All Star Master Truck Tour on your schedule. I love it. So, and they're bringing Jurassic Jurassic Attack. So what else is on the tour for you guys this year or on your schedule? So we also bring up Stock Car Series, which is the old Pro Cup Series. We bring those in three times a year. year. Also the Isma Super Modified Series is going to return number 11. Huge, huge falling at the Jennerstown Speedway. Didn't have them the last couple of years. Switch times up, we're bringing them back on a really special day, September 11th. And then August 6th and 7th, this is my bread and butter event that we built from the ground up. We developed we developed a motor mount motor master masters ten thousand dollar late model race. Last year last year we had thirty six drivers from twelve different states. It is just produced one of the best one of the best fifty lap model race model race. See we live stream free on free on TV. Anybody anybody in the world can see. As Hannah mentioned I'm a teacher I had I had student student based in open knowledge watch that watch that live stream live stream. We're really proud really proud of that big late model race. But we have a bunch of other stuff. Our local guys, guys and same thing. Yeah, these, these big special big events, events the modified, modified tour, tour and getting back, back to what we're doing this weekend, weekend with the open ceremonies. Open ceremonies. It is, it is going, going to be like being at Charlotte Motor Speedway, only at Jenner's Town Speedway. Speedway. Uh, there's uh, a 21 gun salute. There's taps. There's, there's bagpipes. Uh, all these uh, drivers are carrying names of the fallen heroes. It is an emotional roller coaster for myself and Josh. We text each other all day long like, hey, look what Doug Kobe just put out. Look what Justin Bonsinger just put out. What the drivers on the Willem Modified Tour have done to embrace what we're trying to do this weekend to honor these veterans is above and beyond anyone could ask for. Uh, even well in itself, to be able to give up their decal on the windshield to honor those fallen veterans, this is going to be an event that people are going to be talking about for years. Definitely looking forward to watching it this up and coming weekend again. Available on NBC's Track Pass uh, if you guys are interested in watching that. And if you're in the area, please go out to Jennerstown and support that racetrack. Bill, again, we know you're busy this up and coming week. We'll let you get back to it. But again, we appreciate not only your commitment to the Modified Tour, but short track racing as a whole. And we're looking forward to watching your season this upcoming year. Thank you so much for having me on the show. The general manager of Jennerstown Speedway for this up and coming weekend's Jennerstown Salutes 150 with the NASCAR Wheelin Modified Tour. We're going to take a quick break, but when we return, we've got your Wheel and Engineering Modified Spotlight. 
Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights. Whelan also produces white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on-site to meet the toughest industry certifications. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, trusted to perform since 1950. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy four tires to Noco Racing Fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's back here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shins that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top 9 miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Back here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, time for this week's Wheel and Engineering Modified Driver Spotlight. And this week we feature a driver in the SK Light Modifieds up here in the Northeast, a third-generation driver, 20-year-old Salem, Connecticut native, Alexander Pearl. Alex, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Kyle. Third generation, uh, you've already accomplished so much, which we'll talk about here uh, in a moment in a Modified. But let's go back to the beginning. Uh, your dad, or your dad, Jeff Pearl, your grandfather, Jerry Long-time drivers in the modified division up here in the Northeast, uh, championship-winning drivers, race-winning drivers. How did you get your start? Um, obviously, you know, you were kind of born into it, probably didn't have much of a choice, but when do you remember going to the racetrack for the first time? Yeah, um, both of my uh, both my mom's side and my dad's side both came from racing families, so I was definitely born into it. Uh, I started going to the track probably when I was one or two years old, watching my dad race at the Waterford Speed Bowl. Um, Honestly, I never really liked racing until I was about like 10 or 11. And uh, my brother was in the Wild Thing Kart program, and I saw how much fun he was having. And uh, so 2011 is when I first started in the Tiger B program. The Wild Thing Car Program, a, a Monday night program at Stafford Motor Speedway up here in Connecticut, features, uh, I think, four or five different types of carts and, and classes. So you jump into carts. How much success did you find and how long did it take you to get comfortable behind the wheel? So I ran one race in 2011 and uh, just to get some seat time and it did not go that good. I think I finished like last or something. I I remember getting out of the car after practice and I was bawling my eyes out because I was getting lapped in practice. So I've definitely come a long way. Um, 
the next year after that we ran the full season and won a couple races and uh then the next year we moved up to the junior outlaw division and raced with a bunch of people that I race with now on Friday nights and we ultimately won a championship in the junior outlaws in 2014 and that was like the start of everything for me was the goal always the modified I mean obviously grandfather dad both had success in that division I mean was that always your goal and, and if it was when did it become your goal uh you know how far into your career did you say yeah I want to end up in a modified yeah when I first started out in go-karts I was like well if I do this for a while that's fine but when I started winning and then I went up to Monadnock Speedway ran the Young Guns division which was my first uh time behind uh, a full car you know and when I started winning in that and then moved up to the mini stocks the year after, I knew that, okay, I'm good at this. Maybe someday in the near future, I can move up to the modifieds and follow in my dad, my grandfather's footsteps. Um, how long did it take you to get, first off, when did you get behind the wheel of a modified? I mean, it's been what, a couple of years now. So the first time I drove the modified was at the end of 2017. Um, I was running for a championship up at Monadnock Speedway in the mini socks. So we just wanted, we knew by then that the plan was to run staff for the year after. So just to get some seat time, did a couple practice rounds on Thursdays at speed bowl and then moved up and ran the last two Friday night shows at Stafford. And we were pretty, I wouldn't say we were, fast or anything we were mid-pack you know we we avoided a bunch of wrecks in my first time out I got a top 10 which I thought was really cool and I that was like when the modified bug really bit me so you started in in for full fettered stock cars for the most part mentioned many stocks at the Monadnock Speedway how was that transition going from a full fendered car to a an open wheel car and an SK light modified it was definitely a huge transition um there was a lot of things you had to unlearn from the mini stock, you know, it really underpowered and the, the tires are very narrow and just learning how to drive them and then going to the modified where you hit a wheel like with someone else's wheel, it's not good. So it's the whole style of racing is different and I'm glad I moved to the modified so young and I didn't learn too many bad habits, you know, and, um, I think that's really what was the hardest part for me. For those that don't know about the SK lights at, at Stafford and up in the Northeast in general, but mainly at the Stafford Motor Speedway, can you, can, I know it's hard, but can you describe how competitive that division is? I mean, I feel like it seems to get more and more competitive each passing season. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how competitive all the divisions are at Stafford, really. Um, I mean, they don't call it the show for nothing. So I thought after running the mini stock, I thought we would ha find a little success my first year in 2018. And we, we sucked. Like we, we really sucked. And just, it's so hard. I mean, this is my fourth division full time in the lights and there's still so much I have to learn and just week in and week out. It's, it doesn't matter who moves out of the division someone else fills that place of being a contender and it it's really something and I think it really 
provides you with a good knowledge for the rest of your racing career. A couple of weeks already into the Stafford season and a couple top fives, all top 10 finishes thus far. Uh, how would you kind of rate the, the season in the first month for, for you and your team? Um, we, we are, I'm very, I'm disappointed. I'm very high on myself. Um, and unfortunately, well, we had two top four finishes and a 10th to start the season out. And you look at those and you're like, okay, cars in one piece. But those that know me know how much of a perfectionist I really am. Um, we found some things wrong with the car that were broken. And hopefully we got them figured out. I'd really like to track down some wins. That's, that's the goal right now. And hopefully we can turn our season around and get going. What kind of advice do you get week to week or just in your entire career in general from, from dad and grandpa? Um, they tell me some, some advice. They just try to let me make my own decisions, you know, just be smart out there. Being a, coming from a racing family, there's a lot of knowledge behind me. And uh, I just try to use it to the best of my ability we're we're a pretty small team so the biggest thing they tell me is just keep the wheels on it don't wreck it so we can race the next week and that's really what I try to do well what's the ultimate goal these next couple of years are you hoping to take the 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 path that we see so much from SK lights to the SKs and, and then maybe to the to a tour up there there's so many up here yeah I would say that's the goal um right now whatever my future holds um completely fine with uh right now i'd love to move up but there's still so much i have to learn in the sk lights and i'm having fun that's that's the biggest part of it and uh i would like to move up some point in the near future probably tour type something like that i'm more of a 100 lap driver than a 20 lap driver and uh but you know we'll we'll see how it goes and i'm having a lot of fun and you've done some of those long distance races and full fendered stock cars this year. I mean, is that a potential future, you know, more than, you know, what you're doing now part-time? Yeah. Uh, the guy I'm driving for on the Grand Estate Pro Stock Series, um, my dad used to drive late models for him back in the early 2000s and 2010. So that deal came together last year and I, I just love driving whatever I can and, the fendered and the full fendered pro stock division it's a completely different ball game and i just have fun every time i go out there try to learn keep the wheels on it and i just love to learn kyle <laughs> and you're learning what they say seat times everything and, and every passing lap and every feature under your belt uh, i want to thank you for joining us here on our nascar wheel in spotlight and uh, best of luck to you this year rest of the season at stafford and look for the run for that first championship mm -hmm. Thank you, Kyle. I really, really appreciate you having me. Alexander Pearl, SK Light Modified Driver at the Stafford Motor Speedway. This week's Wheelands Engineering Modified Driver Spotlight.
Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights. Whelan also produces white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on-site to meet the toughest industry certifications. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, trusted to perform since 19. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Over the past weekend, a lot of short tracks across the country were fired up with many divisions, and those, of course, produced many winners. The Cars Tour headed to Caraway, where it was Justin Johnson over Deke McCaskill and Caden Honeycutt. Langley had their local late model stock car division. Danny Edwards captured the victory over Greg Edwards and Connor Hall. Lacrosse hosted double late model features. It was Brent Kirshner in the first one and Steve Bachman in the second. And Dominion, of course, hosted their late model stock car division. No one's surprised. Peyton Sellers collected that 60-lap victory over Doug Barnes and G.R. Waldrip. At Seekonk Speedway in Massachusetts, Dave Darling picked up the pro-stock checkered flag. The Sportsman Modifieds ran at the Mananoc Speedway up in New Hampshire. Todd Patnode picked up the win over Corey Plummer. At the Tucson Speedway in Arizona, in the Pro Stocks, it was Ron Cyril. And in the Modifieds, Bryce Bonnet picking up the win. Their next event, and I'm not sure how they came up the name with this, called the Icebreaker at the Tucson Speedway in Arizona (laughs) in the middle of June, on June 5th. It's going to be a race to temp race. So that means if it's 102 degrees that day, the feature that night will be 102 laps for the super late models. Pretty cool. I'm not sure there's going to be much ice. At Kingsport Speedway, the late models ran uh, on Friday night. Joey Trent picked up the win, his first win at the track in a decade of running there. They're back in action this Friday night. And Ryan Millington swept 
both of the features at the Hickory Motor Speedway in the late models this past Saturday. They're back in action this coming Saturday. And we are about a week and a half away from the return of racing to Bowman Gray Stadium in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Uh, they got the okay to go uh, at 100% down there in North Carolina in June. And uh, they're going to take full advantage of it the first uh, Saturday night available, June 5th. The Hayes Jewelers 200 for the Modifieds. First event since the late summer months of 2019. So uh, can't wait to see the Modifieds back at Bowman Gray here in just over a week's time. And it's so crazy to think that it's been that long. And you know that race fans and drivers alike up there are frothing at the bit to be able to go racing there. And honestly, I know that there was a lot of uh, talk about if Bowman Gray made the right call amongst the drivers and fans to not race last year. But if you've never been to Bowman Gray, not having those grandstands absolutely packed, I feel like takes away three quarters of the experience of Bowman Gray. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm so glad so many drivers and fans are going to get the opportunity to go back there uh, when they open their season back up. Uh, also, again, when you're listening to this, this was released on Wednesday, the 26th. Tonight is night number two out at Millbridge Speedway for the $1,000 to win HMS Patriots shootout. That is micro 600s that are racing out there. Also, this upcoming weekend, continuing the open wheel trend, the little 500 at Anderson and Carb Night Classic. At uh, Lucas Oil, we talked to Cody Swanson about that last week. Uh, he will be competing in both of those. Also captured one of those victories this past weekend in a late model, I believe I did see. Um, and then also, of course, the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour at Jennerstown for the Jennerstown Salute 150. That is Saturday at 1.15 p.m. You can watch all that on NASCAR Track Pass uh, or NBC Track Pass if you're doing so. Kyle Ricky, you will be at Stafford Motor Speedway. Again, yeah. I'm still on board for you of just renting out part of the press box it's gonna happen it's gonna happen uh um, yeah, ricky gonna a, corner it's gonna be a busy weekend uh race program on on friday night at stafford you mentioned the modified 7 15 eastern uh saturday night and don't forget the arca race here on the motor racing network from the charlotte motor speedway on saturday afternoon so uh gonna be a busy busy day of racing uh and of course you know sunday the coca-cola 600 after the indianapolis 500 so there's a lot going on this weekend yeah absolutely and i will be on that arca race as well as that truck race friday night on the motor racing network so again best of luck to all of the drivers and teams this up and coming weekend if you're a fan and able to get there support your local short track we want to thank bill rebar for joining us here talking jennerstown 150 uh i'm hannah newhouse for kyle ricky producers craig moore and ryan horn we will see you guys next week here on nascar coast to coast